Blog Talk Radio. Listening to the LC and Jack Radio Show live from New York. And now, here are your hosts, LC and Jack. edition of the LC and Jack radio show, Up Close and Personal, Urban Talk Radio. Thanks for joining us this evening. LC, my friend, how are you? Good. What's happening here, Jack? <laughs> Just waiting for something to go wrong this week. <laughs> you got to be positive. Think positive, man. Everything's going to roll nice and smooth like we've been doing this for 20 years. <laughs> okay. How was, <laughs> how was your week? Week was great, man. It was holiday. It was Really nice, beautiful weather. It was just unbelievable. I mean, barbecues and yeah. parades, and I tell you, man, you can't. Life is so beautiful. It is. You know, I'm glad you had a good time on Memorial Day. Um, I was actually home, sitting by the phone, waiting for you to call me. Because you last week you lied and told everyone you're going to have me over for Memorial Day. <laughs> so oh. you know, I, I I turned down like ten other invitations. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry to do that to you, Jack. Well, I did actually try to reach out to you, and you're a little MIA. So I don't know what's up with your phone, man. You got to get with a major carrier, but we won't go into that. <laughs> So what did you wind up putting on the grill? A little, uh, little steak action. Nice little steak, uh, chicken, chicken cutlets, and uh, you know a little salad. No, you know nice mm-hmm. other sides to go with the the uh, barbecue food. There's not. I tell you, there's nothing. You could put anything on the grill and it tastes unbelievable. It's just, uh, I, I just, I could barbecue every day, all day. Well, it sounds good. It sounds very good. And what about yourself? Did you have a just fabulous? I mean, I know you wasn't sitting by the phone all weekend. Did you, did you enjoy yourself? <laughs> well, you told me Monday, so I, <laughs> I, I sat by by the phone on Monday, and uh, I knew something was going to go wrong. Um, <laughs> oh my goodness! Unbelievable. LC, what's what's going on here? I don't know what the deal is. It's strange. Yeah, very strange. Isn't that strange? Everything was good to go, and it just out of the blue. Well, my we... my prediction was right then. <laughs> <laughs> he jinxed it. Yeah. <laughs> so did you get into anything else? Uh, any, anything else this past weekend? Well, I had an opportunity to honor our veterans 
by marching in a Memorial Day parade in Wine Dance, New York, which are unbelievable. Had a chance to just pay respects to those fallen and to those current heroes mm-hmm. that allow you and myself and all the other people across this country to enjoy freedom. Yeah. So it was, it was great and had an opportunity also to go to New York City, see some of the big uh, aircraft carriers that uh, are in dock in Manhattan for uh, Fleet Week. So I had a chance to do that, which was great. And it was, uh, you know, just a great weekend. I'll tell you, just with the weather, it was, you couldn't ask for anything more. Yeah. Yeah, it was a very nice weekend. A little stuffy at times, but it was a nice weekend. It was. It really was. I'm looking forward to a short weekend. I'll be scooting out of town here on Thursday, so mm-hmm. it will be a short week for me as far as work-wise. So. Are you headed south again? I'll see. <laughs> I'm actually headed north, not too far. Oh. Oh, okay. i got a big convention I'm going to be going to, so uh-huh. I'll have the opportunity to enjoy another long weekend. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. Very good. Do you want to get things started this evening? Yeah. Why don't we uh, get started? I know you want to do your usual spiel, so <laughs> get rolling there, Jack. Usual spiel. <laughs> <laughs> Our broadcast tonight is being dedicated to the loving memory of Westall Armstead. And tonight's show is being brought to you by Compare Foods of Wine Dance. Once again, we are Elsie and Jack, and we are thrilled and delighted that you are here with us tonight over the Internet, live, enjoying another Tuesday evening, the Elsie and Jack radio show. Elsie, do we have a guest tonight? I think I lost you there for a second, Jack, what would you say? Okay, you're not making sandwiches again now, are you? If someone would like to advertise with us, Elsie, how can they go about doing that? They can give us a call, Jack, in the office. They can reach us directly, either myself or you. Very code 631-664-4452. We have opportunities for you to get live plugs here on the show. Or if you'd like to advertise on the lcandjack.com website, we have a package that will meet your needs. So give us a call directly, and we'll put something together. That will meet your pocket, as they say. Area code 631-664-4452. If you'd like to call in and be a part of tonight's show, please dial 347-843-4738. That's 347-843-4738. Do we have a guest tonight, Elsie? Yes, we do, Dak. We have an excellent gentleman. He is what I call the super financial guru. He's a graduate of St. John's University, major in communications. He's uh, been doing, uh, been a financial guru for many, many years. So we have the pleasure, Jack, to welcome to the LC and Jack radio show, Mr. Lentz Lefebvre. Lentz, how are you? How's everything going? Hey, I'm fantastic. How you guys doing this afternoon, this evening? Great. Great. You get any rain today by you, wherever you are? Jeez, uh, I'm out here in uh, Long Island, New York, and uh, let me tell you, it was uh, beautiful up until I got home today. I realized <laughs> that it was a little bit of rain 
was raining on my parade, but it didn't rain on the uh, the investments I was able to make today. So I'm very happy and very excited to be here with you guys today. Great. We appreciate you coming on. Yeah, absolutely. Now, Elsie just, like, disappears sometimes, uh, Lance, so you have to kind of stick with me. Oh, he's forgiven. So I, I don't know where he is right now. Elsie, are you there? <laughs> uh, you are there. Okay. I'm here. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm worried about you. Hey, that's a good brother right there. You know. I got to congratulate you guys for being on the air and doing what you do for the community. I mean, it's a wonderful thing that you're able to get out this kind of information to folks really need the help at this time of day. Yeah. Yeah. So what do you say we get right into it? Let's roll it, Jack. I'll let you uh, do the honors. Yeah, okay. So why in the world would you want to be a financial advisor? Oh, why weren't you a rap star or something? <laughs> it's funny you actually say that. Uh, <laughs> it's really interesting because uh, the funny thing is that prior to me getting into the financial world, I actually worked in the music industry so it was really interesting how you tie that in um previously from this i worked in a a very well-renowned i won't mention their name on the air but a very well-renowned uh uh, record company and they were making record profits at the time that i was working there and uh certain heads of state i should say heads of the rap industry had uh, actually relocated and it made me really uh look at my financial situation which was uh something none at that point you know, working in the music industry, it may be all glitz and glamour when you see the lights, but then when you really realize that your pockets aren't as full as the ones that you're advertising for, you know, you start to make uh, certain uh, important decisions towards your finances, and that's kind of how I uh, ended up in this place. Elsie, mm-hmm. you still you still with us? Yeah, I'm here. I'm here, Jack. I'm just taking it all in. I mean, I, I being a rap star, I mean, you make millions of dollars. Yeah, but unfortunately, uh, not everybody's got that, uh, you know, that, that really hot hook. Everybody's got that really nice song that's going to come out on the radio. And uh, I'm, I'm sure you guys can understand radio politics. So, uh, you know, how, uh, how interesting that is to get onto the radio. You know, you got a one in a million chance. You probably get have more of a chance by getting hit by lightning. It's actually making it into the music industry these days. But I digress. Um, yeah, the, the financial industry is very interesting. Um, um, you'd be surprised how many folks this day and age are not even aware of what kind of finances they really have, you know, what, what they're involved in. And it's important for someone to come in and speak to folks and really kind of guide them and advise them as to what to do as far as their finances are concerned. It's, it's a really important industry, especially in this time and age, given that we're, uh, we're, in, um, we're recovering, I should say, from this, uh, this really hard recession that a lot of, you know, uh, folks, in, especially in our community, are, are facing. Right. So you like what you do. I love what I do. I love what you're I not, do. You're not pretending or anything right now, huh? <laughs> <laughs> you like what you, what you do. Hey, let me tell you something. I, I love what I do. I love what I do. You know, unfortunately, there's not enough folks that are in my position that do have the opportunity to help as many people as I do, and mm-hmm. are appreciative of the opportunity to do so. I'm, I'm, I'm very appreciative. But at the same time, yeah, I mean, I, if I was sitting at the, uh, the court of the Lakers, a basketball game or something like that, that'd be great, too. But, you know, at the same time, I am giving a service. You know, it's a, it's a very beneficial service, not only to myself, but, you know, to the community in which I serve. And, you know, the gratification that you receive when you see someone that's been opened up and they open their eyes to an opportunity that they might have not otherwise have been able to take advantage of based on your influence, you know, it it's really pays off. So I, I have to say, yeah, I love what I do, definitely. Elsie, I'm going to jump in with one more. I um, 
just want to, and I'm not going to, I'm not going to name any names, and I'm sure. not going to pick on any groups or anything like that. But, but I'll just say that some of us, when we get a little bit of money, we spend it on jewelry and cars and the refrigerators empty. Like, why, why do we do that? <laughs> those types of things. <laughs> There's a psychology behind money. You know, believe it or not, there are a lot of folks that are out there. The first time they get what's called a windfall. You know, you have those uh, those newfound millionaires that come there. Mm-hmm. Uh, great example is those folks that are on Long Island recently that just won over two hundred and fifty million dollars. You know, the statistics are at this point that within five years they're scheduled to lose all of that money if they don't take the necessary steps to preserve that capital. You know, a lot of folks they don't have the the financial education. To understand that saving is not only for yourself, but for generations that will come after you. You know, right. so it's important that they kind of emphasize the steps that they need to take to really understand that. I mean, there, there's more to, to life than, you know, bling bling and the nice mm-hmm. car, you know. And, I mean, that's great, too. I mean, don't get me wrong. But at the same time, you, you want to kind of leave a foundation. You want, you want to put the, uh, the stepping stones in place for those to follow after you so then they can have and they can experience that kind of wealth that you've been uh, blessed to have. Mm-hmm. So what what types? I mean, it, it's you hear about all these different investments out there, uh, Lance. What what type of investments are are out there where I could double and triple my money and don't have any risk? Well, see, there's a life's all about risk. Unfortunately, to invest your money somewhere, you know, the the idea that you're not going to risk your money. I mean, there are very safe and very conservative investments that are out there. You know, there are government bonds. Unfortunately, they're not producing as much, but um, they're characterized primarily by slow and steady growth. So unfortunately, there are things that are out there that are more conservative. For instance, you can walk into a financial institution and get what's called a certificate of deposit. For folks that aren't aware of that, it's a CD. You put your money into a CD for a certain period of time, and basically it's a note with the bank stating that you'll leave your money with them. You'll invest in their financial institution for a return on your investment. At this time, I would have to say that uh, based on our financial conditions, our CD rates are really low. But if you're looking to really invest, there's so much innovation and ideas that are out there that people don't even know about that they can invest in. And you don't even need that much money. Right. Have you ever advised your clients to go to Atlantic City or Foxwoods? <laughs> I, have a few, um, <laughs> I have a client that uh, actually he, had, uh, he came in real quick and he, uh, he had to gamble his house. You know, unfortunately, he had a really wild weekend in Atlantic City, and he uh, had to come back and uh, discuss with me ways to take out a line of credit on his home. And uh, I guess, by the luck of the joy, he was able to replace that money, but no, nah, I don't recommend that. Blackjack is a 17% return. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. No, what I would rec- I mean, your house actually is one of the greatest investments you could possibly have. Yeah. And a lot of people have no idea how easy it is to become a homeowner in this country. You know, yeah. not only in this country, but I mean, if you look around, there's certain places in the United States today that are so undiscovered. I'll, I'll, I'll give you right, right at home here in Long Island. Wine Edge is the number one foreclosed area in New York State. Okay, and that's terrible because that's that's right in the backyard. Unfortunately, a lot of folks that are from that community have been affected 
terribly by the financial uh, the, the financial recession. And as a cause of that, it has opened up a huge opportunity for investors who are willing to invest and invest not only in the community but in an opportunity to really help out those folks that are in that area that have been hit so hard. If you were to look to invest just in Wineanch at this point, there's such a tremendous opportunity if you're able to hold on for the next 10, 15, even 20 years from now. Wow. Yeah, it's absolutely. I mean, even if you look at other parts of the country, if you look at Detroit, right now, I, from a colleague that I spoke to not too long ago, you could invest $150,000 and possibly buy three or four houses all on the same block in Detroit. Those areas that have been hit really hard by the financial, uh, by the financial recession. And unfortunately, you know, a lot of people lost their homes. But if you were a smart investor and you invested in the community, you invested in the resources that are around, you could pretty much pick up uh, some nice property out there and make a healthy profit. I'll give you a better example. You could look at Brooklyn. Brooklyn, New York, if you look at Park Slope today, that is not the uh, Park Slope of years past. No, it's not. <laughs> you know, unfortunately, you know, Brooklyn has, uh, has come up. You know, and you have brownstones that were worth maybe about 20 years ago maybe around 200000 that are being sold for a million, million two. You know, it's just all about belief and investing in your communities. You know, and, and, and you'll, you'll look for a great outcome if you do so. Yeah. I was in Brooklyn a couple of weeks ago, and it just seemed a little bizarre that at the Atlantic Terminal, Long Island Railroad, uh, years ago you had, you had stores, uh, I believe, inside the terminal that were uh, owned by proprietors, they weren't these big chain things, what have you. But now you go in there and there's Best Buy and Victoria's Secret. It almost seems out of place. And the <laughs> clientele is is different, obviously too. And and that even seemed a little weird, just seeing the clientele in there. It's like, wow, I'm in Brooklyn. And you know, as you were saying, years ago, 20 years ago, even shorter than that, you would you never would have seen that, at least in that section of Brooklyn. But it has changed quite a bit. Absolutely, and it, absolutely. And it's big because the Brooklyn Nets will be moving in there, Jack. So the area is... say, right? Yeah, yeah, they've signed off, and it's two years in county. Oh, okay. So I thought something went sour with that deal, no? No, no, it's green light. It was, you know, your governor signed off on it, so mm-hmm. everything's uh, moving along, as they say. So, Lentz, have you ever been caught up in any shady stuff like um, Ponzi schemes or anything like that? <laughs> no, no, I'm pretty clean when it comes to that. <laughs> I don't think I could have been at night thinking that I screwed somebody so bad that, uh, you know, I was able to squeeze out every penny from their lifetime of savings. No, what's I don't the, think I could justify that. What's the, what's the deal with that? Why do people continue to, to put money into these things when so many of them have been exposed? Well, you know what, the, the problem is this, uh, there, there's a lot of bad people in this world, and unfortunately they find ways, all kinds of interesting ways to make money in this economy. You know, it's tough when, it, when the same usual investments that people know about and that people are familiar about aren't getting the returns that people want. Unfortunately, folks have to go and find these alternatives, as they say, you know, these credit default swaps that people aren't aware of. These products are dangerous and by nature are toxic. And a lot of folks have invested in these things, their hard-earned cash, their, their investment, you know, their life savings that they've put in the hands of these folks who unfortunately did the wrong things with them. So as a cause of that, I, I don't recommend folks investing with uh, products that they haven't heard or haven't uh, weathered the test of time because uh, unfortunately there will be a bad outcome. 
Elsie, didn't your Mets get caught up in something with that guy Madoff? Or yeah. Money or yeah, yeah, actually a lot of wealthy people got caught up, and the Mets were part of that. Yes, Jack. Yes. Yeah, unfortunately, I mean, a lot of folks, they uh, don't understand the 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 wealth of investment. I mean, there's so many different outlets that are available. I mean, I recommend, especially my people, if they could get the opportunity, one of the most simplest things I could even give you as a recommendation is if you work for an employer that offers a 401k, all right, that is a group savings plan that is available, I strongly recommend that you take a part of it. A lot of folks are not aware that your company, in many cases, will match your contribution, even up to 5 or even 7% based on your investment that you put in. And most of the folks won't even notice it because it comes right out of your check. Right. Right. I think there, there was a saying about um, habits and lifestyle changes, how we, we do adapt. Oftentimes we think that we, we can't, but if they're taking out, say, whatever, $50 pay period at first, it might seem hard, but after a few months, you don't even realize it because That's we right. adapt. Yeah. That's right. Uh, Jack, uh, Lance, Jack likes to play a uh, game called CeeLo. Would you financially <laughs> advise that game? <laughs> I don't recommend gambling. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you got a wicked swing, I don't know. <laughs> I used to play CeeLo in uh, my, my uh, high school days. I, I made a couple of uh, good hands there, man. I made some good money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, roll with the dice. That's life, you know. Hey, he claims he's got the best hands around, okay? Oh, is that right? Yeah, we, <laughs> we may have to, uh, to inquire about that one further. Yeah. <laughs> are, there, are there any investments or things that you're personally looking at uh, at this point? You know what? The market at this point has been fluctuating tremendously, and it's so hard for folks to actually understand the dynamics of the market. Half of the folks that are involved in investments, especially market-based investments, aren't even aware of what's the best thing. Everybody's looking for the best thing to put their money into. What I would recommend is invest in innovation, invest in yourself. I would say one of the greatest investments you could possibly have, and this, this is more so for our young people, is yeah. investment in education. Education is probably the greatest equalizer, and if you are able to secure yourself a great education, I can guarantee you that there is no investment out there that will match the opportunities that will be opened up for you if you just invest in yourself. You know, and, and you know what? For the folks that have uh, matured from that point, you know, investing in yourself could be many different things. You know, upgrading your, your, your life, you know, just upgrading your health. You know, investing in yourself, taking the time out to take care of yourself. These are all things that you could do to preserve not only your life, but to preserve yourself financially. You know, right. folks that smoke that out there that have bad habits, those things are cost-effective. I, I mean, how much is a pack of uh, cigarettes now in Manhattan at this point? Probably 7 or $8, if not more. Yeah. And, and that tax isn't going down. So, I mean, again, I mean, that, and that's also something long-term if you look at the studies. With all the health and all the things that you're going to have to pay, especially with the new health care bill, you know, it's, it's yeah. going to be terrible. So, folks, you can invest in yourself. You can invest in your health. You can invest in your finances, all right? Those are some of the things that I would personally recommend, not only in just, you know, not only look at a portfolio, but look at yourself as an investment. You know, try to invest in those things spiritually. Find that outlet. You know, find things, other things that can help you advance yourself further, and you'll see great returns on your own personal life. What about if you just received a lump sum? You just sold the house, sold property. 
you have anywhere from $50,000, $25,000, just a lump sum. How would you recommend? What investments would you would you recommend? Would you recommend just bank products, uh, mutual funds, stocks? Any idea? There are many different products that are available that are out there in the market at this point. All right, you want to make sure that you put the products in place that are right for you. Most importantly, depending on your age range, all right, the time that you're going to plan to retire, there are many different factors that you have to look into before you invest in any money. First of all, what I would strongly recommend, if you were to come into a lump sum of money, the most important thing that you could do is not spend it until you sit down and speak to a financial representative who can guide you based on your age. All right, the type of job that you're in, the type of salary that you're earning, the type of income you would like to earn, and of course, how much money you need to actually retire. These are all questions that are very important in terms of trying to find the right strategy towards your retirement. There is not one select mutual fund or one select stock or one product that's out there in the market today that will guarantee you financial success. What I strongly recommend is to sit down with a representative. I mean, don't be afraid to approach someone. Ask them, you know, what is an annuity? A lot of folks don't, aren't even sure what they're invested in, and they've been invested in these products for years. All right? What I would strongly recommend is you sit down and look at your finances. Get out of debt. Find other alternatives to try to reduce the amount of money that's outlaying the spending that you're making. You know? Do you endorse the lottery? Do I endorse the lottery? <laughs> <laughs> New York State has uh, made a business out of it, i got to say. Um, no, I, I mean, you, there's all kinds of healthy outlets that are out there. Look, I'm not going to be one to tell you not to go to Vegas. I'll make a trip there this year. But the most important thing is that you want to preserve your money. Okay? Right. You come into a windfall of money. What I would recommend strongly all right, is to take at least 75% of that money and put it away. Put it into some kind of investment vehicle that's going to give you some form of return. Okay? Why is it, why is it so that hard money, why is it so hard for people to do that? It's like some people come into money, and they're, they're just ready to spend it. <laughs> what a check yeah, it's gone, man. Like, why, why is that? Why are we so fascinated with those material things that we just can't seem to live without? I mean, the greatest thing that our American society has provided for us is this outlet of opportunity. That you come to America and you'll make this foundation and you'll make this life for yourself and you'll be rich beyond measure. But then when you get there, there's no fine print, there's no handbook that's been placed in your hand to guide you now that you've come to this opportunity. So unfortunately, a lot of folks, especially in this community, have not been advised as to how to live with money because they just simply haven't had it. There hasn't been a generation that has laid down that foundation for others to follow to help them in preserving capital. You know, human capital, just for an example, we don't, the problem is that folks aren't looking to preserve themselves, let alone preserve money. So the first thing that they want to do is, yes, they want to flash, they want to show that they have the, the money, but unfortunately, that's not going to last very long, and it's not going to put too much food on the table for the next generation to come. But if they were to invest in their communities, invest in the resources that will possibly be able to influence those that are around them to do better with themselves and to possibly invest in their life's future, then I think you could see a totally different outcome. Mm-hmm. Interesting. And what do you think, Jack, that that $10,000 that you just won off the lottery, you think you're going to put it back in the lottery or are you going to do something with it? I already did, Delphine. <laughs> Did you blow it already? <laughs> it's gone already. 
unfortunately, one of the biggest problems that are out there is that folks come into some money, and the first thing they do is spend. You know, it's, it's, it's unfortunate, but it's one of those things that if given the right advice, if given the right mentorship, you know, folks can take an, out, an outstanding debt that doesn't come often, and they could turn that around into something that will be really positive, and that will help them for the generations to come. I remember seeing a gentleman at uh, a casino, I, I forget the name of it, it was some time ago, and he was, uh, looked like he was a person with special needs, he was in a wheelchair, and he was just feeding this machine like $50 coins or what have you, tokens, had someone helping him do this, an aide or someone who was assisting him, and I couldn't believe how fast he was trying to get the money into the machine, and he wasn't winning. He would hit maybe <laughs> 50 or 100 here, but then he would dump in maybe 1,000, and he'd hit 100. And I wow. It was just amazing to watch, to see this happening, and I don't know what his story is and how he eventually fared, but that was a lesson in itself. You, know, you think about working hard for your money and then feeding it into a machine like that. <laughs> <laughs> really just and that machine is like Pac-Man, okay? Yeah. <laughs> it gobbles, it gobbles, and it doesn't spit out much. No. no. What many folks don't know out there is that the same, you're doing that exact same scenario when you're spending money in, uh, on interest on a credit card. You're simply mm-hmm. feeding that machine. Just keep feeding that machine, and you're not getting the return on it. Yeah. Yeah, so one of the other things that I would recommend is that if you do come into some money, you know, talk to somebody as far as uh, counseling, as far as the debts that you're currently in. You know, the first thing, the impulse would be to go and spend it on a car or go spend it on a house or, you know, on lavish things. But maybe why don't you consider looking into fixing the debt problems and trying to repair your credit, you know, right. because those are the things that are going to last for later. Yeah. Yeah. Is that, is that possible there, Jack, that we repair credit? I've heard about thousands of people out there trying to repair the credit. (laughs) Isn't that that a, that's like a business within itself, right? The whole credit repair thing they have going on now? Absolutely. And and you bring up another interesting point. I mean, business is is, in and of itself, there's all kinds of ways that folks can make money out there. One of the greatest examples that you just mentioned at this point is trying to repair credit. There are thousands, literally thousands of firms that are out there that basically do what you can do for yourself without spending a dime and earn thousands of dollars just to repair credit. Mm -hmm. Uh, Jack, I think we're in the wrong business. I think we have to shut down and shut up as LC and Jack repair credit. (laughs) (laughs) Well, certainly good information to, to have, and I'm glad that we're able to share this information with our listeners. I just want to give the phone number out again so that if you're out there listening and you'd like to call in and ask a question of LC, Jack, or our special guest this evening, please pick up the phone and dial 347-843-4738. Now, uh, Lentz, what could you do to get yourself put in jail? <laughs> <laughs> I think about those things. <laughs> in terms of your career, like, is there anything shady that you could do that would get you in trouble? Oh, geez, um, there's all kinds of crazy things. You know, people, when they come into your office, when they come and sit down with you and discuss with you something as intimate as their finances, you know, mm-hmm. they, they don't trust you. You know, yeah. so you, you have to be a trustworthy person. You have to put yourself into a position where you can explain the opportunities that are available for them to grow their nest egg. 
to be able to expand upon their horizons or to be able to even establish that. You know, so the, the most important thing you want to do is you, you want to put yourself in a position where you don't hurt anyone or don't hurt yourself. Because at the end of the day, you, you not only represent the firm that you're with or even the personal entity that you've established, but you, you represent a code. You represent an opportunity for those folks. So the last thing you want to do is to put yourself or them in jeopardy by stealing or putting yourself in a, in a shameless action that will otherwise defame yourself and defame the, the industry, which unfortunately has taken a hit the last couple of years. Is there a certain level of temptation that goes hand-in-hand hand with the type of work that you do? Jeez, I mean, it's unbelievable how much money that's out there. If you, if you knew how much money was out there, it was, you, you, I mean, you would be amazed. I mean, it's un, when you have folks that would come, you know, with an opportunity, especially the most, I would say the greatest temptation that I would say is folks that are of, the, of elderly age. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. a lot of folks don't understand that, when they get to a certain age, you need somebody to actually watch over your finances. Mm-hmm. And the, the sad part about it is that there, a lot of elderly folks are taken advantage of. Yeah. Through unfortunate circumstances, through, through lack of a, a watchdog that's out there to monitor these things. And that's becoming one of the greatest focuses lately in our economy is, is the emphasis on our elderly. Those baby boomers that are getting out of this generation and going towards the next stage of their life, which is retirement. There's a lot of folks that are out there, a lot of bad people in this economy, and they'll look to do whatever they can to get out of their own personal recession by affecting others in, a, in the most terrible ways. You know, so the greatest temptation out there is to really to, to not be honest, you know, to, to, to steal money, you know, to put somebody in a, in a position where you could profit and they would fail. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the transfer of wealth is never going to happen that way. What's, what needs to happen is that folks need to come together in collaboration, innovation. Folks need to start businesses. There are four ways in this world, in this country, I would say, not in this world now, but in this country to really, really make money. Okay, and I'm going to give you the secrets now. Are you ready? We're ready. Sure, Vegas. There are four ways to make money. The first way, okay, is the way that most of us do it, is by employment. You go into a job, whether it be a nine-to-five or you do shift work, and you work for an employer who, in return for your hard work and efforts, they'll replace that with a salary or replace that with money where you could feed and support yourself and your family. The second way, of course, is being self-employed. By having your, your innovations and being an entrepreneur, you could go out there and help others with the same abilities and skills that you have and then, in turn, make some profit from there. All right? One of the third ways to do it is to invest, to actually have working capital investing in other industries and other businesses. But most of the folks at the low end of the totem pole aren't able to do so, and unfortunately that top 1% continues to earn based on that fact. Mm-hmm. And then the fourth and the final way to really, really capitalize, and probably one of the easiest ways without little or more, or more money, is probably to own your own business. A lot of folks are scared of taking on that opportunity to really branch out and to set their name apart and become a brand. You know, brand yourself. You know, opening up a new business is one of the greatest opportunities and is the backbone of the U.S. economy. So if you could go out there and provide a service to our community and to not only help yourself but to help your family grow and franchise and build this opportunity, there's no limit to the things that you could do. Right. Yeah, but there's a lot of risk in doing that, though, right? Life's all about risk. 
But unfortunately, there's somebody that's out there that's not performing to your standards. You can walk into any one of the establishments that you normally walk in and say to yourself, you know what, I can do this better. Don't be afraid to take out that opportunity. New York does not charge that much money to establish a new business. You will not be bankrupt based on the licensing fees. It's just about do you have the ability, do you want to perform, is this something that you want to give as your life's work? And if you're willing to make that sacrifice, there is no gambling, there is no investment, there is no risk that you can take that will outweigh the benefit. Hey, Jack, I, I think you, we, we can hit that bank on a quarter, man, for a quarter of a million. <laughs> hey, you no risk right? in that, right, Jack? <laughs> you never know. <laughs> so now, Lentz, uh, do you believe in the law of attraction? Absolutely, absolutely. I've read that book, and I've got to say, that is one of the most innovative and one of the most spiritual and one of the greatest tools that one can use to attract yourself to money. I actually use some of those principles in my everyday life, especially when it comes to presenting a proposal, when it comes to my attitude throughout the day. And that's one of those things that carry you towards the, the financial success that I've been able to personally achieve in my life. Mm -hmm. Wow. That's a powerful thing. What so would you say? to me to you guys, I have to say. Uh, L.C. and Jack, you guys are fantastic. I appreciate the opportunity to be able to speak to these folks all across the Internet today. Oh, no, thank you. Thank you for being a part of the show. It's been good. Yeah, we we no. may have to make them the super investment guru of the show there, Jack. Sure, please. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm, I'm welcome to come back. I appreciate the opportunity. It's fantastic. Right, we'll yeah. add you to the list. We have a judge who will be a weekly guest there, Jack. Actually, uh, I'll speak to you offline. The judge <laughs> wants to be a part of the show on a regular basis. Helping <laughs> <laughs> and making decisions by himself. <laughs> God. Um, wow. Well, um, the person only has $100. They're looking to do something with it. What would you recommend? Or, Like some folks... I know some folks will think, well, unless I have big money, uh, I, I can't invest. I don't have $10,000. I don't have $5,000. But for the person that, say, has 100 or $200, what's a stepping stone for that person? Depending on the skills and depending on uh, what they're looking to accomplish, depending on what their dreams are, you could start with something as little as 50 to to $100 to really invest in your dream. Right? Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter how much money that you have to start. If you have the right idea, and it's worth it. There are all types of programs that are available, which will help you with not only your ideas, but with investment and capital. All right? Plenty of financial institutions, if you exhibit the right behaviors and you come with a presentation of discipline and a plan, if you have the right plan, you can put the tools in place to really set yourself up financially. So it doesn't matter if it's $100, if it's, if it's $10. If you have the ability you will get the right investors to come in and invest in you. See, most folks have investing wrong. It's not just about yourself investing in an opportunity or a business or even an infrastructure or some form of industry. It's about the investment in yourself. So if you have a great idea, if you have a focus and if you have a plan, someone could come to you and invest, say, 5000 10000 even $100,000 in your idea and your plan to see you succeed and get a return on their investment. So those are some of the things that you could think about. $100, I believe a business plan this day may cost less than $100. You could do a business plan for $0. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. You know, so it's that hundred dollars that you have. If you want to throw it in something, throw it in the bank. Throw it in your savings. You know. What about for for college? What, what would you say recommend for you have a youngster on the way, or you have the individual, the the kid is here already. What would you recommend as a vehicle for putting away money for college? Well, one of the greatest vehicles that are out there as of today are 529 plans. Based in New York mm-hmm. State, we have something called a 529 plan mm-hmm. that you can invest with Columbia. It's one of those programs that are available that are more on the aggressive end but less riskier than some of the other investments that are out there, like a, like a stock portfolio. And it's basically designed to grow exponentially based on the investment that you put in, a guided investment where it's basically cost averaging where every month you would put in a certain amount of money and you would make a certain return at the high part and you would make a certain return on the low end. But at the same time, you continue to invest your money and then within the next 15 to 20 years when that child is ready to go on to school, there there should be financially a healthy package that's available based on your pay scale and what you're willing to give towards an investment in that child's future. That's one of the tools that's available. The other one that's available is investing in the child's time and energy. You have one of those children that's out there that's in middle school, that's starting to stray off the wrong path. The greatest investment that you can invest in that child is going to that after-school program with that child, seeing if you can make a little bit more time to spend less in front of that television set but in front of the books, having them focus, having that dream set aside and not deferred based on the lack of involvement in that child's life. So I would strongly recommend, if you have a child that's bright, that's got that excellent future, there are plenty of institutions that are available to give scholarships to really invest in that child's future if they're willing to succeed. Now, what if your child is not so bright? (laughs) (laughs) Unfortunately, there are a lot of folks that are out there that didn't uh, go into the A-track in in high school. (laughs) And unfortunately, there's a lot of setbacks (laughs) that they may experience throughout life, but... What I would say is that if you are willing to succeed and if you're willing to make certain sacrifices in the, in the short term, then you can see excellent and positive results in the long run. What I would say for students that didn't do as well, if you didn't really achieve, try once you get into that institution, even if it's a community college, even if it's just a short-term place, excel as greatly as possible at that institution. Prime example, I have a client that came to see me recently in my office who came into a windfall of money, but at the same time, they were very smart, and they, but unfortunately, they made a lot of bad decisions mm-hmm. when they were in the, uh, their primary schools and high school. So they mm-hmm. went all ahead and went on to a, um, a community college, and now they were just accepted at one of the greatest universities in New York, which is New York University. They re- recently left with a 3-7 average, and this is coming from somebody that wasn't really producing in high school. So there is always a turnaround. Just find your alternative. There's always another way to turn the key. Right. right. What I like about what you uh, have to say in your presentation of the information is you're not just sort of grilling us with straight finance using words that we don't understand or just drilling home the message of uh, of financial speak, if you will. There's more to your message than finance, and I think that that's really going to um, bring you much success as you go about in the industry. I appreciate that. I agree. 
Yeah, a lot of investors, believe it or not, they're looking for something like that. And if, if, if folks are out there and they're really interested in getting involved in finance, really interested in getting involved in the field, there's so much that you can learn about folks, about their, about their lives. I, every day I meet folks from every spectrum of life. And you start to understand their behaviors. You start to understand their philosophy on life. You know, a guy that's 18, 19 that just got his first job, you know, wants to buy his first car. He's got a totally different mentality than somebody that has owned the company and has been working for 25 years and is ready to mm-hmm. slow down. So mm-hmm. if you come to understand that, then you'll give someone a balance when they come to you with certain difficult financial situations. Hey, we learn things every day, but at the same time, if we can retain those and be able to display that to an entire plethora of a community, there's no, there's no limit. There's no limit to what you could do as far as service for the community. And, that, and that's what I would like to establish. Healthy. What's happening to Jack? I can hear you like drifting. <laughs> what are you Sorry doing? about that, Jack. You know, if he's not on Facebook or in the kitchen. <laughs> I was interfacing with one of our listeners as we speak, so I apologize for that. Let me All tell you right. something about those Facebooks and that YouTube. Those kids are very smart that came out with those ideas. Again, oh, that's yeah. somebody that stuck out. I mean, it's a little bit different than the, the norm. But let me tell you, those Google folks sought that out, and now those kids are millionaires. Oh, so yeah. if you've got an idea, if you, if you love video games, if there's a passion that you have, other than the, the typical, I want to be a pro sports player, I want to be a rapper or R&B or a hip-hop artist, you know, other than those things, there are plenty of other alternatives that are available that you can be very successful at. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. Oh, definitely. But a no, you guys are pretty successful with this radio show. You know, I know the money's coming in. <laughs> well, we're going to hit you up for an investment. We can talk offline and so, see if we can so If you like the show that much, we want to make a proclamation and a donation. <laughs> That's right. It's <laughs> <That's> awesome. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Well, it's been a pleasure having you on the show tonight. Um, what a wonderful discussion we've had this evening, and we do hope that we have you back again soon to to educate us and our listeners. Isn't that so, Elsie? Yes, definitely. We appreciate you joining us and supporting the, the show. We look forward to uh, having you on. I'm going to talk to Jack, you know, maybe break his arm a little bit, twist his arm, I should say, before I break it. <laughs> and uh, we'll see. Uh, we'll see when we can get you on next. Uh, really, I think it's very important that people get the information. This knowledge is power. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. I, I do want to thank you, Elsie and Jack, for having me on the show today. It was really a great experience to talk to you guys. You know, I, I hope that the information that was provided can not only help yourselves but can help your viewership. And I, I wish you again congratulations. You know, on an excellent show. I mean, you guys have a great platform here, and I hope that you're able to reach out to the entire community. And I hope those that are listening can really benefit from the information that was provided today's show. Yeah, I'm sure they will. I'm sure they will. You've been listening to the LC and Jack radio show here on Blog Talk Radio. We do hope that you tune in again next week, Tuesday, June 9th at 7.30, so that we can do it all over again. LC, it's been a pleasure. Likewise, Jack. Until we meet again next week. Sounds good. Sounds good. All right, everyone, have a good night. Bye.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.